The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? I'm tired mm-hmm. today. Not bad, apparently. I totally understand eh, the tired. tired. <laughs> I totally understand the tired. I, I told you guys about my day today before yeah. the show. Uh, I'm not going to A long day of celebrating Life Day. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah, we'll go with that. Happy Life Day, everybody. Happy Life Day, everybody. For us, as we record, this is Life Day. Yes, it is. And you know what we do on Life Day? Sleep. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, check out the homepage, wookieradio.net. Support our partners and affiliates like Biddy Boomers, like Toink. Uh, with Biddy Boomers, use code WeBeGeeks for 15% off your purchase. With Toink, toink.com. Hey, it is free shipping anywhere in the continental U.S., um, but use the code GEEKS15 for 15% off your first purchase, which is a great deal um, because these guys will tell you Toink has some great geeky tiki's. Oh, yeah. And uh, we all have oh, we all have the Chewbacca plastic tumbler one, which is awesome. I do like it. And it, they have grown on me. I, I do like the, the plastic tumblers. Uh, I got to figure out one to get for, for Zoe for her stuff. Um, but we also all have the ceramic as well. Yeah, I just got mine in uh, the other day. And you got? Yeah. I got the Gamorrean Guard. I, I Summer wasn't sure what to send you. I'm like, Ken's Any a wrestler. Been cool. Ken's a yeah. wrestler. You got the Gamorreans that are wrestling at the beginning of season two. She goes perfect in Gamorrean Guard. So. It was not to say you're ugly or anything. It's that was the thought. Other than that, I didn't know which other one to pick for you. And then that's an interesting uh, road to that decision. He's a wrestler. The Gamorians are wrestling. Give him a Gamorian. <laughs> All of them are cool looking. So it, didn't, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter which one it was. Oh, yeah. And then Derek um, helping Summer pick that one. I, I, I went with the obvious choice. I got him a golden girl. Optimus uh-huh. Prime. Yeah, <laughs> I got this cool Optimus Prime one, which the I like the what you're seeing earlier. I like the plastic ones for I'm going to like my Chewbacca one I'll use for drinking 
but this one is for display. Oh, well, she sent me a couple more, one for Weeby Geeks and one for Mighty Marvel Geeks. I ended up getting Groot for Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mm. And for Weeby Geeks, I got the Mandalorian. Nice. So now it makes me debate about getting uh, the Boba Fett mug. That way I have the two two Mandos. I, I, sure. I, I really like the Mando mug. Um, she is sending Zoe, because um, we're going to have Summer on uh, Adventures in Geek. She can send Zoe, uh, Leia, and Boosh. Zoe really liked that one. So mm-hmm. Zoe doesn't know it, though. She doesn't listen to the show, so she won't know. Um, yeah. So, but, like I said, I would love to get Zoe a plastic tumbler and Derek. I who knows I may send you guys another plastic tumbler for the holiday. I haven't figured out what I'm getting you guys for the holidays yet. That'd be cool. Oh, but, and also in that same package, you guys sent a uh, a nice um, Jack Skellington cup for my wife, which she she loves. Yeah, we did that on purpose too. <laughs> Much appreciated. She's been using it. She loves it. And then uh, you got a, I know it's not Star Wars, but you got yourself a really nice Elkar's uh, journal book as well. Yes. Star Trek themed Elkar's. Yeah. I thought that would yeah. be, I thought that'd be a great fit for your, really nice to use when podcasting, keep your notes in. Yeah. Taking notes and stuff. Yeah. It's really nice too. So that's really cool. But uh, wife day, uh, we were supposed to have a guest. Things didn't happen. And I totally, it, it was more of a comfort level of the author julie from the book and i totally understand um i think she was expecting us to do paper style interview or a post which is not usually how we do our interviews those types of interviews are boring yeah it's not our style but anybody can do that but i'm okay i'm okay with that um so i mean out of respect for her i totally understand um but we're still going to talk about the book that she and former guest mark who was did all the backstories on um the galaxy's edge cookbook are involved you know they co-authored this so it's a different different recipe author but all the backstory stuff is from uh mark who we had on previously with the star star wars galaxy's edge cookbook so um while everyone has hopefully you guys have your copies uh they sent us pdf copies for us to read but we we will be getting book uh hard copies and uh will be i will be doing a review on the on the book once it comes in um and if ken and derek want to chime in on that review of their own opinion they will be more than happy to on wokeyradio.net but um let's go through everyone has their copies up oh yeah uh okay so there's one two three four five five categories since ken you there's have, actually six categories really because there is one in here about how to um some home some make your make your own decorations for life day in the last category okay yeah but I, i'm thinking more recipes well yeah so here, here's what i want to do uh ken since you have a jump on us on getting through the book favorite recipe from each section i'll let you start first with your favorite from each and that gives as we follow along that gives ken and or derek and i a chance to also check yeah for our favorites well, this, is, this is really cool the way you got this laid out they actually have and i believe this is the same character that it's from the point of view of the um of an actual cook in universe it is and i believe it's the same character that actually was in the galaxy's edge cookbook who is the owner of Docking Base 7 
at Galaxy's Edge. Ah, okay. So it's cookie. Yes. It's cookie, but, yep. So the description for each one of these before you actually get the full recipe is actually from his point of view telling you a little bit. And these are all recipes for um, Life Day. And it's all of a Life Day theme. So uh, like in the uh, in appetizers, these aren't just my favorites because I've, I've, I've only made one of these recipes. But just some of the ones in here, they have um, the first one that jumps up. Some of these are a little more difficult and a little more exotic. Some of them are your standard things with a little twist. The first one they actually come up with is the Shishak Fruit Bowls, which, um, and it's um, basically, um, it's two, you get two dragon fruit, cut them in half, and use the husk as the bowl for these, for fruit, or for fruit bowls, which is kind of cool looking. The pictures on all this is really good. I've never good, actually had dragon fruit. I've had, I've dragon, had I've had dragon fruit juice. I like that. Yeah. But they got some of your standard fare. They have um, their version of basically spiced bog wings are chicken wings, um, a candied nuts. Uh, let me see. This one looks interesting, but there's no picture. The kebroot parcels. Yeah. So and it and it's um, uses sweet potatoes and corn husks and um, black beans. So this looks like it's a um, Mexican type dish. Yeah, masa is one of part of the ingredients, and salsa. Vicky, my wife, loved the. Um, the look on this one, the Yalbeck Stingers. It's actually stuffed bell peppers with like a cream cheese and um, spices and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a variation on a um, of jalapeno poppers, but you're using the um, the small mini bell peppers. And I love how in this picture, um, local farmer that we get bell peppers from, he calls uh, some of these peppers that are shown here suntanned because they're in the per- process. Of tra- I call them transitions because they're yeah. they're in the process of transitioning. And to me, the transition peppers or the suntan peppers are the better flavor tasting pepper. See, I might try a bite of this, but I'm not a fan of the um, flavor of peppers in general. I'm not big on spicy, oh. but just also just the flavor of peppers I'm not a fan of. I like I, bell peppers. I love them. I found uh, if you go to a farmer's market, local, if you find a local farmer or go to a local farm, find the, the peppers that are going from green to red. Those to me are the best tasting bell pepper ever. I, I'm yeah. not a big fan of red to yellow, uh, but the green to red it was a, got a little bit of the um, the the sharpness of the green, but the sweet of the of the red. It's, it's, it's like a sweet and sharp. Yeah, I prefer just straight up red. I, I'm telling you, you guys find the suntan going from green to red. Oh, total different flavor change. Yeah, and, and I I. Peppers tend to talk back, but those peppers do nothing to me. Those are like at the right <laughs> stage where it, it, it doesn't hurt. And I would love to try the, the Yalbeck stingers with, with those. With, yeah. with the regular, because you don't have to use the, the mini bells or the, uh, or the ones that look jalapeno ish. You could probably do these in a regular, regular pepper. Oh, yeah. Well, they'd be pretty big if you're going to do that. Yeah, well, cut them in quarters. This, this is, well, they um, have the setup as one of the appetizers. Yeah, but well, you can do those as, so, as quarters, though. Yeah. Oh, and it's not cream cheese. It's actually a sour cream for the filling. Ooh. And there's nothing really exotic in this one. This one is the one that everybody would pretty much have all the ingredients. Oh, no, there is cream cheese. Yeah, it's a mix but of cream this cheese. This one in. here, they have it marked as easy. It's only five minutes to make it. And um, this, I'll give you the actual um, ingredients for this one because there's nothing exotic this is something that most people have in their kitchen all these ingredients sour cream uh cream cheese garlic clove uh chopped parsley chives basil and thyme salt and pepper 
and then all your right. peppers. This is all stuff that's in most people's spice cabinets already. Yep. So, it, and that, that's what has been cool about these recipes that I've flipped through. Most of them don't have super crazy ingredients that you got to search everywhere for. See, I'm already looking, after looking through all these as we've gone through, um, I could pick my favorite based on what I'm seeing. Yeah. So now the one I'm probably not going to go for, but this one's a little bit more exotic is the pickled Minoc. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed, seemed interesting. And it's actually um, like a pickled shrimp dish. Yeah. So I'm not big on uh, pickled meats and stuff. So that's just not me. Well, I am. <laughs> so yeah, this one uses the vinegars and all that and vinegar and oil and all of that to actually make a pickled right thing. But nice thing. It does say on each of them um, what they're, what they consider the difficulty level on this easy, medium or hard. So that's a couple of the appetizers that are in this, but moving on to the side dishes, some well, of the, well, this hold, is one, hold on, hold on. one. Huh? For your favorite appetizer out of this mine. Yep. See, I like for, um, depends on how spicy the wings are. Maybe the wings. Um, I'm sure you could take out the Korean red pepper flakes. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's, um, Vicky would say, we were looking at these yesterday. It's like, we were thinking, well, either that or just cut back on it. Some change, change it up, change it up to, to Cajun rub. Yeah. Agent seasoning. Well, we also like to use, because I'm not huge on spicy, but um, the smoked Tabasco. Yeah. Or smoky Tabasco. Yep. A little bit, just a just a couple drops of that's all you need. At Chipotle. Chipotle yeah, the smoked Tabasco is a Chipotle. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, the other one that looks really cool is the ballast nuts. Now, you ever um, go anywhere and you see them roasting almonds and roasting in like the cinnamon and stuff? Yeah. And, it's, and that's like really, really mean because it, you can smell it from like 100 yards away. See, we, well, that's what this basically is. This is a um, roasted almonds with using vanilla, brown sugar, cinnamon, and nutmeg. See, we would have to change it because Melissa's allergic to walnuts or to to almonds. Well, then you just use up something else. Yeah, she's not allergic to cashews, and this sounds like a great recipe to use with cashews. Oh yeah. So I prefer cashews to almonds anyway. So, but yeah, I agree. Well, my other one would be the um, shishak fruit bowls. Okay. For me, um, they don't have a, a unique name to them. The crab puffs. Yeah. That that just looks amazing. Uh that and um I think I agree with you in regards to the uh the bog wings. Yeah. Um what about you, Derek? I have to say, um there's a couple of the drinks that really caught my eye. But we're not um, that far yet. Appetizers. Yeah, Appetizers. <laughs> I was just I just and I also, I also, um, well, when we get to the end, there's a cool thing that I like that they did. When we get there, appetizers, favorite app. Way to go. That's weird that the crab puffs don't really have a. Okay, just to see what they. Other than, yeah. I like the uh, pickled Minox sounds really good. But you said you like pickled type meat, so. Yeah. I can see, I can see that. Yeah. Um, I I agree with what, what you were saying about the Elbeck stingers. If like try a different um, instead of the mini bells, maybe like a full bell pepper or something. Yeah, if you quarter them, they, it'd be a great boat for everything to sit on. Yeah, yeah. That, Especially, that I mean, for you now, if you serve it as like an entree, you do half the pepper. If you want to do it like an appetizer, you quarter them and do the stuff on. Right. So I mean, yeah, that, that's the cool thing. The recipes are here. You can modify it from an app to a to an entree with no problem. Mm. That might be really good, like on a summer afternoon, a hot summer afternoon. You don't want to make something warm. Yeah. Make those, throw them in the fridge for about an hour or so, get them nice and cold. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like crunchy, cold. Yeah, yeah. I think those would be good, either warm or cold. Yeah. Once they've been cooked. 
Well, this Ro- doesn't roast- actually cook it at all for that. See, I would, I would want to, I would want to cook them or roast them. I can't, I can't do them raw. Yeah, this is actually a raw pepper because you mix the filling, and then you fill it in, just pipe it into the peppers. See, I, refrigerate. I would, ro- I would roast uh, them raw first. Peppers. I would roast them first, then, then put the piping, you know, pipe the stuff in, let it, let it melt a little bit on it. That I could do. Can't do them raw. So, um, I guess moving on, next category: side dishes. Yes. And this is actually where we actually made, Vicky and I made it last night. We made the um, Rorscher Bramble, okay. which is a slight variation on your traditional green bean casserole. Really? Yes, because mm. you use the French cut green beans, the mushroom soup, uh, garlic, paprika, black pepper, and then the crispy fried onions. But this actually has cheddar cheese in it also, Ooh, which is hey. just a slight variation, but it was really good. Chance to try it out before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Or for Thanksgiving. Actually, this is going to be go- going on the table for Thanksgiving this year because my parents are making the turkey. We're bringing all the sides. Sweet, I say. So that one was really good, and the um, it made it says yield six servings. It was about it was enough. Vicky and I had dinner last night, and then both of us had lunch today. Okay, since we're just cooking for two of us. Okay. So, but there's some other really good ones. The one, the first one they show the um, plicated mm. orga root is um, yeah. I like that. Uh, that's what it is. Vicky said. It's basically a ver- their version of Hasselback potatoes, as I guess is what they're called. Mm. You take the potato and you slice it real thin, but you don't slice all the way through it oh. so that you can brush the um, spices and uh, things on it. And it just s- sinks into the potato as you as it uh, bakes. OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that. So there's that's another one of them. Um, I, f- I found two. Uh, <laughs> Vicky's whispering behind me. You got to know the secret of how to cut those to get it right. <laughs> hmm. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. You catch it. She said you run um, chopsticks or skewers around across into the bottom of the potato. No, no, no. You lay it on its side. Put the potato between chopsticks or the skewers. Oh, okay. Chopping, 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 chopping. Yeah. You set the chopsticks or skewers beside the potato and you cut down to that. Yeah, yeah. That way you don't cut all the way through it. Yep. Or, or. That makes sense, yeah. Or you make your cuts where you're from the edge. And you're cutting your slices towards you, then you can roll it. Yeah, variety of different ways, but I mean, chopsticks is a great easy way. Um, well, the next one that caught my eye on this was the um, Wawat sprouts, and it's um, now everybody's grown up that Brussels sprouts are terrible. They they're all slimy, and uh, it's for some reason everybody grew up just boiling Brussels sprouts in in butter for some reason, <laughs> and I could never eat those are just nasty. But Vicky found a way of making of um, if you roast them with a little bit of oil and salt and pe- salt and pepper, they're made. If oh, you I just roast them. them in the oven or roast them on the grill, <laughs> it's I totally love roasted Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah, no, mm-hmm. nope. yeah, and actually ro- roasting with the spices you made last year, um, Mike, those they're awesome. But this, well, y'all had y'all y'all still have the recipe cards to to make, yeah. We can make our, well, we yeah. just finished up because um, a little bit of spices goes a long way. So I believe the Nerf spice, we just used up the end of it. And, of so, course, but, w- w- yeah, we did the Suka salt and the uh, the Salka salt and the um, Nerf herders or the Nerf spice, which was from the book. And then last year, uh, and I sent those to, to, all, to everyone uh, here and on Mighty Marvel Geeks. And then, of course, I also sent you guys the two that Zoe that inspired Zoe and I to make our own, which was the smuggler. We called the smuggler spice, and hers was the stardust. And yeah, hopefully you yeah, guys enjoyed those too. as well. So, um, but the Brussels sprout one here is um, 
it's a roasted Brussels sprout with the like the way we like to do it. Except for I've never tried this. You actually add dried cranberries to it too, and then there's a um a mm. vinaigrette dressing you make to go over the top, like a maple vinaigrette. Yeah. So, so that one looked really interesting. In the side dishes, what what's your uh, favorite or favorites? See, this is a harder one because there's a lot more of these that I want to that I want to try. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of these that we will probably try ourselves. Um, but I'll tell you a couple I I really like. Go for it. Uh, the the gloom root pancakes. Those look really good. I that, love that's on, like that's on, that's type pancakes. It's like a latte, lucky a little bit. That that's on my list. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that that's oh, on my that list. Looks really good. And the uh, the cerulean noodle salad looks really good too. Actually. Yeah, that looks it looks very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, it's the, uh, the gloom root pancake, uh, cause I, I swear the way this is presented, it's a star Wars it's a Jewish star Wars Lockie. <laughs> so who knows? Wookiees are Jewish quite possibly. The other one yeah. for me, mm-hmm. which I definitely want to try, um, is the, the Rorschach Bramble. Yeah, that was a, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. This Rorkid bread looks interesting, but I don't do a lot of yes, baking yeah. and making my own breads. Uh, yeah. I See, I would tackle this. That does look cool, though. I just pulled out our old bread maker, so I would use it to make the dough and then turn around and, and from the dough make the uh, make the knots. Yeah, and this is actually pretty much your traditional garlic knots, except yeah. for obviously they've taken their little twist on it. Yeah, yeah. Um I think the other one that I know definitely would love to try and tackle is the uh, the orca root. That, yeah. look, that looks so good. Dry it up a little bit and more. They, it's like a peel and eat potato chips. And this actually suggests in their recipe to use sweet potatoes and russet potatoes both. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's Although what I like in, about the, it. in the directions, it doesn't tell you what to do with the russet. It just says slice the sweet potatoes. I'm sure you do the same thing with the russet. I know you do just both at the same time. It's just that one slipped through. Is it looking at the picture? It goes sweet potato, russet, sweet potato. Yeah. So, um, main course. This one, there's some really cool looking ones. Like the first one. And of course the first one they pop up is the Trask chowder. Yeah. Which is with that one, a fish chowder. But I find it interesting that you use a can of octopus in um, olive oil as garnish. So you put a little little octopus on top of each one of them. Give me a fry. I've never had that. Yeah, I've never had those. I had calamari. Calamari's good, so I'd be willing to try it. We do the fried octopus, which would be the calamari. Yeah. And, well, no. And, and sprinkle calamari. calamari huh? Calamari squid. Octopus is, di- I mean, it's not much different, but there is a difference. I, I would take <laughs> I would take the fried calamari and, and sprinkle across the top of this instead. Yeah. I would do that. But um, if I remember right, this one's mostly, I mean, most of the fish in it is um, is shrimp, I believe. Yep, yep. It's scallion. Or no, that's no, shrimp. Uh, it's just shrimp. Yeah, shrimp is your fish for inside of it. So. There, there's also three scallions. Yeah. Shrimp. But that's not, not shrimp. Or that's not, yeah, scallions are not a fish. See, I, I would fish, change this yeah. up and go. Scallops, yeah. Go with a southern trask chowder and change the shrimp to crawfish. Or. A northern trask chowder and change the shrimp to the lobster to lobster meat instead. Possibly, yeah, that would be it. That would, well, would be the New England version. Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll get lobster and crab meat together. We'd do that too. Yeah, but southern wise, I, I would throw a crawfish in there. Yeah, or here in Florida, find rock shrimp. I love rock shrimp. I know Derek, you don't like shrimp, so there there are uh, ways. There, I'm, they're okay, I'm okay with shrimp, but they're just not my favorite. But again, you know, basic recipe, general idea, and we'll, just in what, 
two minutes, we came up with four, three or four different variations that could be done with this. All depending on what planet you're on. Exactly. Now, the next couple are your traditional, basically, um, obviously, all this has a little bit of a twist to it, but your traditional one, the glazed Kodiak, is a um, is a ham, is basically your um, glazed ham, and the Opie roast is a um, pork roast. Right. So, the next one, the crate crusted cod, this looks, I don't know, um, I've heard mm-hmm. of um, baking it this way, it's basically a salt crusted um, yeah. baked cod. Yeah, but yeah, Vicky and I both—it's like I'd like to try this, but it looks like it would just be too salty when you're done. Uh, I've never done this though, so I don't know how much of the salt seeps into the fish, and you know what I mean? Because it uses the really um, sounds good, the really coarse coaster salt. So right, which <sighs> yeah, four cups of it. Yeah, well, if you look down, you got to actually bury this in the salt. Yeah, I, I want to say even with kosher salt, it's not gonna. It's not going to make it too salty. Of course, you're going to scrape away a lot of it. Yeah. Um, That's why it's like, I'm wondering how much of it actually gets down into the fish and or how much of it, um, after you scrape it off, just comes right off. Actually, I don't think a I lot of it does get into the fish because looking at it, um, it looks like there's not a loss of salt. Yeah. It, it's just, it's on there helping soak mm-hmm. up the moisture to create, like they say, create the crust. So um, it, it, it's more for uh, almost like a tenderizing because it also looks like too you yeah. got the you got the lemon looking at the next pet set of pictures you got the lemon and the dill and the thyme covering the fish protecting it from the salt yeah so so there is a layer to help protect it from the salt of course all that you know you're going to scrape off after you crack the crust just to get to the cod mm-hmm. they said something i'd like to try at some point interesting they're using the paprika to give the uh the crate crate red yeah. look mm-hmm. just cool yeah, this would be this would be some something to try worth worth trying. Mm-hmm. Well, the next two you get to are actually vegetarian dishes. And one is interesting because it's a um, it's a take on not a traditional um, vegetarian dish. Because the next one, the mush bloom pie, is a, um, a vegetarian version of a shepherd's pie that we would have here. It, Except it, this is mushrooms instead of the beef. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's similar to the steak and mushroom pie, a British steak and mushroom pie, but without the steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's really good. Or shepherd's pie is very similar to that too, and yeah, 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 yeah. Where you got the filling covered mm. with mashed potatoes over the top of it, but like I said, this one here being the variation that uses um, mushroom instead. Yep. And then you have roasted root leaf, which is a um, a roasted cabbage and veggies. See, Melissa may like that. That looks good. I'm not a big cabbage. I'm not huge really, uh, cabbage, but I think I would be willing to try most of this. I do enough cabbage. To, I love cabbage. I do enough cabbage with black eyed peas at New Year's to meet my Kentucky condition for luck in the good year. So, well, then of course you have to. I can do without the mushrooms, though. Yeah, I'm not a fan of mushrooms I love much mushrooms. either. Love mushrooms. I'll Except eat y'all's you mushrooms. got your um mm. the ribs from a galaxy far, far away, oh, and they actually mm. give you the um. The recipe to actually make the barbecue sauce also from scratch. That's very cool. That's very cool. And the next one you can keep as far away as you want to go with it because it is a curry dish. The Kublag curry. I'm not a fan of curry myself at all. My wife loves it. Uh, I'm not a fan. I really had it. Oh, I love how they're keeping the chicken name in universe from the previous book. Yeah, the engine roasted tip yip. Yep. So the tip yip is chicken in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, I wish it was a porg. <laughs> no, that's that's when you use the Cornish hen. That'd yeah. be your engine roast. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, this could be this could be a fun recipe to use for this too. Mm-hmm. And the uh, spices in this would be really good. You got garlic, rosemary, salt, pepper, uh, yep. lemon, and an onion. Now this next one seems interesting. The this ban- one the is going to be a surprise. staple for especially Derek and I up in up in the north when it's as it's starting to get chilly. Is the bantha surprise, and it is a, a oh, yeah. uh, beef stew. Oh, we we do stew here during the winters as well. Hearty beef stew. This look. I don't know if this would be a stew or just a beef and veggie soup, but either way, this would be great. I, I don't really know what the qualifications are for soups and stews. Stews are usually thicker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, two and a half pounds of boneless beef chuck cubed. Mm-hmm. We we go to a farmer's market, mm-hmm. and um, there's a farmer. There's a yeah farmer. They they do their own livestock, and it's all grass fed. And they handle all the, they have a butcher they use and everything that handles. And they, oh my God, their meat is so good because there's no preservatives, no extra stuff to make it last longer and look pretty at a grocery store. um, We have a couple of local meat markets here that um, they're actual butcher shops. One of them, mm. they grow their own, a lot of their own cattle and stuff. And some of the other ones, they bring in cattle and, but they do take care of all of it there. This farmer sells at. This this couple sells at farmers market at the farmers market we go to. Um, like I picked up two point seven six pounds of ham steak. It was two ham steaks. It was eight dollars a pound, which was not bad. It was yeah, amazing ham steak. I will. We've had their their stew meat um that they use. That stew meat would be perfect for this bantha surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would be perfect for this. So that's everything they had basically on the um on that. I I don't know what I would. Uh, I can't. I can't. Pick yeah, there's a there's no favorites on this one. There's a couple that I don't want to make, but that's just. <laughs> I think that's the, personal preference. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the ones that I want to try. I want to do the twist on the trash chowder. Um, you know, with with the changes to the, to fit our what my family would eat. Um, and even if I can't find like the calamari, you know, French fried onions on top of it would be good too. Yeah. Mm. Um, not as chewy. It might be better. It may be. I I want to take my I want I want to try and take take a crack at the the cod That's just to, just to take see. Take a crack at the crust yeah, of cod. That could be good. Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, I would love to try that. Um, and then the other one is is the bantha surprise. Is yeah. the other big one that I I would uh I would go for. The, the yip tip is just like or tip yip is is just a it's it's similar to what we already do. Yeah, it's just yeah. Um. Curry, like you said, not a big fan of. If I had a grill, I would go after these ribs. These what I would do on the grill, not on the. Oh, you can't do ribs in the. Well, the only way you could possibly do ribs other than on a grill would be maybe like a crock pot. Because then you just said, um, but use like the Western ribs or something like that. Yeah. 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 Put them in the crock pot all day and then you just pull the bones out before you eat it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that's that's my big. The, the few that. Oh, my God. Wait. Is that the picture of the Bantha surprise underneath? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That's bean. <laughs> That's why I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bantha surprise for sure. Um, the, uh, the trash chowder, trash chowder done our way, no, our family's way, our modifications, and then definitely um, make an attempt at that crate crusted pod. Actually, uh, Derek, go back up to the trash chowder there. You're from the right vicinity. Do you have mm-hmm. Do you have a um, clam chowder recipe? How close is this to a clam chowder just using shrimp? Well, there's no potatoes in this. 
It's, it's a lot different. Yeah, this is a totally different type of. It's a different type of chowder. Wine. It's it, interesting that they yeah. use dried shrimp and the regular shrimp also. Yeah, but this has also got rice in yeah, it. You, you don't typically do rice in, in a no in a no, clam chowder. No, no. most seafood no, chowder chowders you don't see. Mm. If I ever get a chance to visit Derek, he's gonna have to take me to find somewhere that has really good because I like a good New England clam chowder. Oh, uh, I got plenty of places. To yeah, take you for that. I figured that. <laughs> I, I probably know. You live in the middle of it. So. I probably know a couple of those places. <laughs> every time we went to go visit my brother when he was at uh, Natick, going to a private high school in Natick, um, yeah. anytime we went out to eat, it's like, you want to go clam chowder? Yes, please. I don't care if it's spring, summer. <laughs> I love New England clam chowder, and to get it there is probably the best. I prefer oh. New England over Long Island yeah. style or New York style. I've never tried the New York style, but I'm not a huge uh, tomato soup type person. That's not a clam chowder. I don't care what they say. That's why I hear I was, a little bit of extra accent on that one. That, that that's why. <laughs> that, that's what. That's why there's a difference between Long Island and New England. New I've England? also heard it just called Manhattan clam chowder. Or Manhattan clam chowder. Yeah. 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 New York, New York, New England. There's a major difference. And to me, New England's much, much better. And, and, <laughs> and Derek almost pulled a Simpsons on us. Chowder. <laughs> chowder. <laughs> um, I love chowder. I did a, I did a seafood chowder chowder back in the day uh i did scallions lobster crab meat scallions oh, scallions or scallops i mean scallops scallions. scallops are onions scout well i had some i had some scallions in there too um scallops well, sure but <laughs> scallops lobster meat crab meat mm. i think some shrimp and it was a mm. uh a cheese-based sauce saucy chowder really yeah that sounds interesting some I, I messed with. That sounds very interesting. It, it wasn't too bad, I don't think. But that was like uh, 20 years ago when I made that. Only 25 years ago. You have to find the recipe and share it. I there was no recipe. I just found <laughs> just it. Messed around. Just messed around. It's like let me. That's how my wife cooks. <laughs> let me let me look at how a a chowder broth is made. Figure out how to add cheese in with it. Basically, just shredded cheese, melted in with it in a New England clam chowder type sauce, and then added all the seafood in with it and some potatoes mm. potatoes and scallions it wasn't bad it's just so so expensive and so time consuming to make at the time it just wasn't worth trying to duplicate oh yeah yeah <laughs> so um desserts let's hit the desserts do i look like i need to hit desserts oh wait no i don't either <laughs> no kidding right <laughs> i don't either but these look great that's the problem these look really good well the first one know. is just um jelly spheres of some sort it's basically just sugar jello yeah. It looks neat. Jelly Life Day Orbs. What is agar agar powder? Never even heard of that. It's like, um, it's hard to describe. It's got to be the gelling agent for all this because it's just sugar and water other than that. It is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, a gelatin powder is. or something. Uh, and then edible mustard you, dust, whatever that is. Basically, agar agar powder. Basically, agar powder. Think of it is like gl- glitter. Yeah. It's a, th- um, it's a ve- vegetable gelatin to be a thickener. Okay. Uh, it's consistently yeah. it's consistently used among. It's one of the main ingredients for jellies. I learned about it from watching the Food Network. Ooh. Ah, I have not had cable in long enough that I've not watched the Food Network in a long, <laughs> long time. Oh, Wasabi berry pudding. Oh no! If you look beside that, sweet yeah, organ fruit pie 
with yeah. a roasted mm. mickle nuts, that's your sweet potato pie. I'm not a big sweet potato pie person. I don't know if I've ever actually had I like it. sweet potato pie. But the was- Wasco berry pudding, we did. Uh, yeah, that looks good too. Because there, there's a Wasco berry dessert in the other cookbook, in the Galaxy's Edge cookbook. I think there's like a Wasco berry tart. Also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clytunian crepes. Oh, they yeah. Are- after that, we get into a couple of different cookies cool. here. I think the rest of these, mo- uh, um, there's four or five different types of cookies in here. That's what this is. These crepes is a type of cookie, I believe. Well, crepe, crepe is a. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's like, like a French really pancake. pancake that doesn't rise. Yeah. Problem is, I can't yeah. eat. We can't. I had to figure out how to change the recipe because Melissa's allergic to coconut. Ah. Tea cakes look yeah, interesting. Yeah, tea cakes is an actual cookie. And the other one, this one's been in three or four different cookbooks, the Wookiee Yookies. Yeah. Well, uh, no, yeah. But it's great to, to have, have it brought over into the yeah. book. No, officially well, in a Star fun. Wars cookbook. They're always fun, especially if you're cooking like with well, kids, because yeah. they love to make shaped cookies and decorate them up. And now the oh, next one is a, light, a life day cookbook. I think it should be yeah. in there. Well, yeah. everything in here, the names and stuff are all Ooh. based in um, Kashyyyk anyway, because this is Life Day yeah. is a Wookiee holiday, right? Like the next one is Kashyyyk cake, and this one you actually make Boy, chocolate mascarpone, like- which is probably why this says it's um, hard to make, is to get this right. Yeah, but I I love how they they mentioned in this. You probably remember the the Warsher tree cake. That's still something I want to make from the other cookbook. Yeah, I need to get the other cookbook still. This oh, this looks amazing. Yeah, Marshall I like put- the way they did that. Some of these almost look like they got like a little face in it. Yeah, <laughs> by the it, way they layered it. The tarts look look good too, or sound <laughs> yeah. good. That's a, it's um the Arayaka yeah yak yak Arayak yak tarts. Yeah. It looks like it's basically lemon tart with pistachio over the top. This looks awesome. Jorgen fruits we've heard of in Star Wars all over and different things in the different shows. We have the Jorgen fruit parfait. Again, would love to tackle this, but I have to find substitutes yep, for the coconut. And this is a straight, this is a coconut um, parfait. Yeah. Oh, the kabatha's crisps. Yeah. Well, back to another cookie here. Hmm. And that's the end of the uh, um, desserts. Dessert wise, the kashik cake, I'm really intrigued by. It looks uh, okay. Mascarpone, I can take it or leave it. The Wookiee Ookies, I mean, it'd be fun. The yeah. tea, the tea cakes would be cool to do with the, the coloring. I like the, I like um, the idea of that wasaka berry pudding. That looks really, really good. Yeah. 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 And, the, and the Jelly Life Day orbs would be fun to do. Yeah. I like to try, the, yeah, try my hand at making cool. them because it looks like, I mean, it says it's easy, but. <clears throat> I would have to go get molds, the molds for these. Yeah, well, the, you know what you could, you could do with these because it says it use the sphere um, the sphere mold to let it cool in, but they have the silicone Death Star molds for making ice. Yeah, yeah. Oh so yeah, make Death Stars. Yeah, that would be cool. See, the other thing that'd be fun too. There's like now I know what I'm doing. <laughs> these are clear. <laughs> these are clear. Just a slight drop of blue food coloring in with the mixture. All the life day orbs I'm seeing have like a bluish tint to them. Yeah. So why not carry yeah. that over into the Probably dessert as well? That. But no, no, this is these would be fun to make as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, drink. Let's hit, the, let's hit yeah. the drinks. And this first one is would be a staple around here because especially in the autumn, yeah, uh, I can get fresh apple cider or we can get fresh apples right off of the orchards. Yep. Yep. And actually most of in all your orchards around here actually have fresh cider that they press themselves. Most of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Bantha milk hot chocolate seems intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. It's because a different the, type of hot 
the, so. the cream, the cream cheese, cheese topping is a little odd, but see they they use cream cheese, but they use a white chocolate. Yeah, for the and to me, my only problem with white chocolate recent years it's too buttery. Sometimes it can be too sweet, especially if I have too much of it. But yeah. It may be worth trying. Find the right white chocolate. It'll be good, especially to get the blue look. Mm. And then this cream cheese frost topping on top sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, it's just kind of weird with doing a hot chocolate, but it might, it probably works pretty good. Yeah. I do love cream cheese. Well, it would, it would, well, it would look really cool when you first put it in, and then as it's hot, you just let it, it would melt in. Yeah. 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 Um, Cheyenne spiced milk. I like that the first ingredient for the spiced milk is five cups of water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the next one sounds like a cool one, too. The um, Kilstad Fizz. And it's basically yeah. like you're making yeah. your own sweet lemon lime soda. Yeah. Yeah. Lemon lime mint soda. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Good. The Scarif Slush. That looks good. Yeah. A lot of fruit in this one. Yeah, jackfruit. Once again, you got. I've coconut. never had jackfruit. I've seen a lot of times um, in vegetarian dishes and stuff they'll use jackfruit instead of um, meat. Yep. So I don't yeah, know if it's I've not super that, yeah. sweet or what. I've but this uses coconut, avocado, coconut milk. I, I mean, it's a slushy, but I wonder how much of an actual drink it is. It looks almost like it could fit in with desserts. I know it does, doesn't it? Okay, this next one looks. I don't know. The uh, sergeant snowcap. Yeah. Pour one can of cola into an ice cube tray and place in freezer overnight. Add cola ice cubes into a base of blender. Pour in the second can of cola and blend into until slushy. Pour into two glasses. Top with condensed milk. Garnish with cinnamon sticks to serve. Yeah, it looks like it's very a variation on a um, like a root beer float or a cola float. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about the condensed milk in with the soda yeah. with the cola. Yeah. Maybe uh, something to try. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Joe Blasto Punch. Uh, this one does sound good also. This looks really easy. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I, this I is like a nice, well, and actually this is, this is a big party punch because it makes it 16 servings. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be great to serve it in. Go to Toink, get either the Land Speeder or Millennium Falcon punch balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or both. But this is cranberry, pineapple, and lemon lime soda. And then you get to all the Which different, like, then you get all the different muglets to go with it. Yeah. Mm. And this one also comes with this is um, the Joe Blasto uh, punch, but you also have the poem of Joe Blasto on it. Yeah, I am, comes mm, here too. I'm not big on cranberry juice. In oh, with this, I, I think it would, just, it would um, take some of the sweetness out of the pineapple. I think. Yes, I mean, it's yeah. sweet, but it's not super super sweet. The, the, the tart without the tart of that and the pineapple. This would be more of a tart drink almost. Well, you know, since and the then po- you just add some rum or. Uh, other type <laughs> for the uh, for the adults. Well, this is the type of a punch that Vicky would make for the Geekwatch One parties. Well, mm. how about this? She's always our bar. Always the bartender. Since <laughs> Joe Blasto is a classic Huddy's holiday jingle, um, I'll take a crack at reciting it tonight. Since this is our Life Day episode, ha oh, oh. oh, ha! Oh. See how we do. Joe Blasto, Joe Blasto, Blasto, Mulira, Uta, Pandwa, Yataka, O Epi, Chapa, Gibola. Huh? It definitely is Hatties. I recognize yeah. just the cadence of the way of uh, some of the words. Yeah. Gibola, pronunciations. Priopta, Huto, Hutu, O Epi, Chapa, 
Harti, Hari Tish Ding, Ho Ho Muli Ra, Joe Tuka Rundi, Kurundi Spira, Gusha, Haka Penwa, Yataka Ta, Chapa Singi, Hunka B, Joe Basta, Joe Basta, Blasto, Joe Blasto, Joe Blasto, Blasto Muli Ra, Uta Penwa, Yataka, O Epi Chapa. Ho, 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 ho. Now, do your best Jabba impression. Yeah. Say, saying it. Boshuda. <laughs> um, now, translate it to English. Ye, well, I'll have to go find I, the book. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate that it's written. They have it written here on opposite pages, one in Arabic and one written out in the, our regular English. In, in transliteration, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one. This sounds pretty good. I've never made um, yes. eggnog from scratch, so this would be interesting. Mud horn. Me mud. See, you'll have to do this when uh, Molly comes back in town. Yeah. And serve it to her in like an egg cup. <laughs> 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 the mud horn eggnog. Now that she's back working, I don't know when she's ever going to be back here. Um, I think of all the drinks, the, the Bantam milk, hot chocolate, and the, uh, the eggnog definitely have my, my pill. The, the fizz, I would definitely take a crack at as well. Yeah. I like the, the Joe Blasto punch. That looks good. Yeah. That looks good. I, and the, um, I'm good. fine with everything. But the, cranberry, really good. the cranberry sauce. Yes. The cranberry juice is the only thing I'm not a fan of. Once it's mixed in there with it, I think it'd be fine. <sighs> I just don't like yeah. the taste of cranberry. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah, that cider one sounds good. So, yeah. Um, then also, I guess to conclude this book, they have some stuff, how to celebrate Life Day at home. They talk about Life Day orbs where you can take a glass or clear glass or clear yeah, plastic cool. ornaments, ball ornaments, and paint on the inside or paint on the outside. Um, the tree of life, the symbol, uh, the robes, uh, red robes are, are a big thing to wear. On Life Day. Yeah, that's cool. They actually tell you um, a little bit of how to make your own Life Day robes. And then uh, mm. there's also a variation of the Wookiee Ookie um, with salt dough to make salt dough ornaments with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, so yeah. But then what I also like, as we kind of mentioned before, is after that they have dietary considerations. Yep. Yeah, they let you know which... You. And what different things in different sections are either vegetarian or gluten free or vegan or all of it or stuff like that. If you got yeah, any right. of that stuff going, because there was a lot of stuff in here that and was vegetarian also. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's, you know, for Wookiees, I'm sure they have a nice supply of vegetables on there. <laughs> well, if it the like the, um, goes a little dry, you have to eat something. Exactly. I like how they also have the measurement conversion charts. That's very convenient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all great stuff. Uh, now, yeah, this is a really good book. I'm, it's going to be awesome when we get our actual copy of it in. I also the one thing um, I noticed, like I said before, with the uh, Galaxy's Edge cookbook, I don't think it's available digitally anywhere. Not sure. And this having this digital is so convenient. When we were making the um, the Rorscher Bramble yesterday, it was nice that I could actually have it on my tablet, sitting off to the side, instead of having to actually have the cookbook out, and keeping it open on the right page, and uh, messing up mm. the book, it's so much easier just to have it on the tablet. Right. So I have, we'll have to talk to them. Well, you can talk to your people, see if they, you can actually, if they um, have these available at Google or anywhere. Yeah, that's true. 
So the nice thing is, since we have this a PDF, I was able to actually open it up in Kindle, and it actually reads like a regular book side to side. Yep. Um, now released today, or well, released yesterday or this week. Uh, everything was available, made for available pre-order today, Life Day. Um, is the the bounty bring home the bounty? Uh, it's week six. Uh, Poison collectibles. We got the Mandal the Mandalorian Dark Saber uh, Force FX Elite Saber uh, Vintage Collection Quill. Look at that! Yeah. Hmm? Uh, I didn't even know that was out today. Yeah, all this is pre-ordered today as we're recording. Uh, Hasbro Star Wars Black Series Cobb Vanth uh, Vintage Collection Bo Katan uh, Luke Star uh, Luke's X Wing uh, an Imperial Tie Fighter uh, the Imperial Shuttle. <laughs> A large UCS Millennium Falcon, the UCS Moss Eisley Cantina. Ooh. Uh, first look at the Lego Star Wars Snow Trooper Battle Pack. Holy moly. What's that? I'm looking at that Cantina. Oh, it's gorgeous, but it's like 500 bucks. It's huge. Well, I can see why. It's mm. the actual entire Cantina. Yeah. It's, most, it's like half of Moss Eisley. It, it is literally, it's probably the best true to scale Cantina set ever. It comes with. Oh, yeah. Comes with what, like eighteen figures? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, oh. this is amazing. Yeah, it's actually only three hundred and fifty dollars. Hey, I'm still twenty-one figures in that set. And I love how it has all the. Um, it has four or five or six different alcoves with the um, tables in them and stuff, so you can put the denizens in there with them. Yep, you got yeah. the band, and it's even got a dewback. Yeah, and it's one of the better looking dewback molds they've done. And this um, land speeder that's on this, have we ever gotten that in anything? That I think that's not that I'm aware of. I think it's the first time we've gotten that land speeder in general. Not just in Lego, just in general. In general, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is cool. See, Diamond Select Toys, the Ahsoka Tano Premier Collection, 1-7 scale. Bandai's Star Wars R2-D2 Tamaguchi. And then from Shop Disney, uh, their new emo it's like a new plush type thing. Uh, there is a the child inspired outfit, and then in child's inspired outfit with frog. That's your toys and collectibles, apparel and accessories. Citizen Star Wars collection watch, cool. Out of my budget, uh, Pandora Star Wars limited edition gift set. Uh, Jinx Star Wars Gaming Greats Tees and Culture Fly Star Wars Galaxy Box. I am not familiar. Mm -hmm with Ultrafly. I'm looking at the box now. That, that's actually got some cool stuff in it. Yeah, it does. Starting at $44.99. Uh, the winter box theme is Echo Base. That's kind of cool. Oh, now that's really cool. Let me see. Which one is that? Yeah. I'm looking at the Citizen watches, which Citizen is a very high-end, or it's not it's very high-end, but it is the uh, high-end it's, um, it's a high-end It's a high-end watch, yeah. But mm -hmm. the, um, they have uh, five different ones here. Well, six different ones here. That are throwback to the old Casio look from the 80s. Yeah. They have Boba yeah. Fett, C3PO, Darth Vader, R2, and the Rebel Pilot. The Rebel Pilot one is awesome looking. I like the Fett. Rebel Pilot's cool. Trench Run's oh, they have cool Trench too. Trench Run also. So. Yeah. Trench Run's really cool. Now, for a regular actually, watch. For Citizen Watch, these aren't bad price at 300 280 bucks to 300 Yeah. Now, regular face I also watches. I like the Yoda watch here because it's kind of simplistic. I like the Mandalorian, but I love the Falcon. I love the look of the Falcon watch. Yeah. Bespin's another one that's um, kind of just nice and easy. It's kind of simple. I like the Star Wars classic as well, where it's half Imperial, half yeah. Rebel. And those aren't bad. A little pricey for me, though. But Yeah. Um, well, that's just Citizen Watches. In Home, Acme Archives, Al Abazot. 
Abizaya, uh, Forged by Destiny. It's a Mandalorian piece. Um, books and comics. Delray Books, Thrawn, Ascendancy, Lesser Evil, and Star Wars High Republic, Mission to Disaster. And of course, comic-wise, I believe this week was also um, a one-shot Star Wars Life Day comic. I didn't see it in the um, on Comicsology. Okay. I can I gotta go back and read look, but I didn't see it. Uh video but, um the Thrawn ones, this is awesome. This is the third book in the Thrawn in the new Thrawn trilogy that they've done. Yep. So this is ends the um there is the end of this uh, it's a, it's uh, ascendancy, yeah. Story of the ascendancy which has been an awesome story so far i can't wait to read this one um uh, and then with if you are on an iphone apple ios user in apple arcade lego star wars castaways uh i believe is now out or at least pre-order uh in electronics seagate okay that's just mean these are awesome <laughs> Yeah, okay. let me go to the other one first. Expensive. The Razor Mandalorian Beskar Limited Edition Wireless Controller and Quick Charging Stand for your Xbox. And then the other one is the Seagate uh, Beskar Ingot Drives. Those are so cool. Um, at this point in time, since I have to get a new drive anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, a two terabyte. No, the drive that's being. Then I'm getting the uh, the. Uh, Actually, a two terabyte drive. solid state drive, two sixty nine. Is that a decent price for it? Two seventy. It's not bad for solid state. Yeah, yeah, for two terabytes. Two terabyte SSD. Yeah, that's, that's a good now, price. Uh, um, Problem is, one I can't. Already sold out. Yeah. See, I need more than two terabyte for, I mean, the drive that I'm having recovered is a three terabyte drive, but to have one of these for my laptop. All the, all the standard external drives are sold out already. Yeah. SATA SSD, two terabyte. Yeah, the two terabyte was a solid state drive. And I believe it, mm-hmm. it's, a, okay, so that's an internal drive. Yeah, the external drives are all sold out. But you know, I will wait for it to come back in stock. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I would consider a Seagate two terabyte external for my laptop. I I, I would do that with no problem. See, it would ha- I would if I was going to get one of those, I would it would have to be an external drive because I don't have any uh, like yeah. desktop case. And it, for me, I would see that's a waste to have an internal drive that looks this cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. To have an internal look like this, no way. I mean, it's cool to know it's there. But you want to show this off. I want oh, the yeah. ex- I want the external. Yeah, for sure. But that's why the external drives are sold out. <laughs> right. Because they're all doing the same thing we are. Yeah, you want to show this thing off. Two terabyte. Uh, one terabytes are available. Yeah, but that's the solid state internal. No, is it? No. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's external. No, it's the or external. No, the SATA, no, the SATA SS solid state drive is internal. I'm not looking at this. All so. the external drives are, are uh, so. Well, there's a two terabyte external, but it doesn't actually show a price. So, yeah, it's out of stock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm on Amazon right now. Ah, see, I'm looking on Seagate's actual yeah. website. Or no, this is their store on Amazon. Yeah, it's their Amazon store. External hard drive. Two terabyte is out of stock. Mm-hmm. 500 gig. I guess the, I guess the, only, the external only comes in a two terabyte option. Well, know what? I'm going to add it to the list. So when it comes back in stock, mm-hmm. I have to consider it. But yeah, that would, that would be a fun one to have. Yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, gro- back, I got to show um, Vicky this Darksaber. That thing, that's just beautiful. It looks better than what they sell as the legacy Darksaber here at the parks. Really? Yep. Huh. A lot of people are saying that the Hasbro Force Effects Black Series Sabers are better than the legacy Sabers here at the parks. Wow. Because they actually feel closer to the actual saber and they're not 
oversight they're not slightly oversized like the legacy sabers are to deal with the yeah the saber the way you connect the sabers or the the blade to the saber right, hilt aren't the hasbro um black series ones like the force effects elite and stuff actually um sturdy enough to use for light dueling also yes but if you want a saber to duel with use code uh, yeah we already got nowhere to go for that <laughs> use code wookie that's with two e's two o's two e's at rebel sabers for 10 percent off a saber from there yeah and their and sabers are great learning, and we're just learning dueling you don't want to go with the big super expensive hasbro one that's um all fantastic and stuff right plus you're gonna get a mm-hmm. I, I think you're gonna get a better saber saber from rebel sabers yeah and yes we are still working with uh will from rebel sabers to come up with a smugglers three or each one of the smugglers are making mm-hmm. our own sabers to be offered on rebel sabers i'm still working on mine I haven't talked to him much about it, but I'm running the ideas and figuring it out. Uh, final, yeah, final thing on this list. Trying to figure mine out is uh, grocery and essentials. Uh, the Republic of Tea, Star Wars, the Mandalorian custom three ten gift set. Well, just I, in I, general, the Republic of Tea, um, the Star Wars page, the different things that they have. We've looked at it before, and they have an awesome selection of Star Wars teas and coffee cup or tea cups and everything else. Mm, yeah, I just. <sighs> I've got a couple, sorry, a couple mugs that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I saw a couple that I like. I, ha- I have the uh, the Galaxy's Edge Starbucks, which you are here, or uh, I've been there, cup that they did from May 4th mm. and really mm-hmm. liked it. Problem is, I haven't found a really, I had, Tivana had a really nice travel tea mug and it had a drink from anywhere lid on it. And when the actual brick and mortar stores closed, I, I haven't been able to find that mug anywhere. Hmm. And I haven't checked Tavana's website to see if they have it there. So, but yeah, that's all the offerings from uh, from Bring Home the Bounty. And then finally, apparently there was an early look at all things Galactic Star Cruiser uh, recent, within the last few days but within the last week and uh i'm gonna just run through quickly the 31 things that starwars.com learned during the exclusive preview of the star cruiser one you'll get to live out your dreams of lightsaber training two it is definitely not a hotel uh three inside the ship is most impressive but also so is what's happening outside uh, four, Chewbacca and other familiar faces will join you on board. Five, if all things go wrong, you come face to mask with fearsome Kylo Ren. Six, the onboard, the story on board, the experience connects directly to the events unfolding inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, seven, the, Hel- the Halcyon Star Cruiser will be helmed by Captain Ryola Ke- uh, Keevan. Uh, eight, it's a playful experience, so it's okay to explore your dark side. Nine invitations to help resistance crew and for in the first order abound. Uh, it's the type of thing that's encouraged to help um, make your story. Uh, the data pad available to add depth to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will continue to play a role in the Star Cruiser experience. So your Play Disney app, the data pad option for when you're in the in Galaxy's Edge, apparently is going to be available to use on the ship as well. Uh, couching the experience in a starship 
cruise within a Rika moment. Um, so, I mean, there, there's going to be all types of Rika moments throughout this thing. The choices you make will impact your adventure. So within between 100 to 500 passengers on board, uh, the immersion calls for contained chaos and a sense of community as individuals live out their own stories. Um, so it's a choose your own adventure. In Star Wars, you can bet your credits that not everything is going to go according to plan. Yeah, sounds like fun. The journey is geared toward people of all ages and interest levels. Uh, the chefs have scoured the Star Wars galaxy for all for the all-inclusive menu. Uh, go check out Nerdist. They have a highlight of a lot of the uh, dishes and even some of the clothing options that are going to be available to buy uh, at the at the resort. Uh, one of the dishes comes to live comes alive. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the, another dish contained, uh, what to be a baby octopus. Hmm. So I wonder if this is similar to that, that oriental dish where you pour the soy sauce on it and it starts moving. Oh yeah. So that could be interesting. Uh, there's something on the menu for everyone. So even if you have dietary restrictions or you're just not as adventurous, you're not going to starve. Uh, the crown of Corellia dining room is named for the world of Corellia because that's the birthplace of the Halcyon Cruiser as well as the uh, Millennium Falcon. The sleeping pods are bigger than they look. Uh, when you relax at the sublight lounge, you can grab a drink and play a game of sabacc. That'd be fun to experience. If you need some air, the climate simulator has you covered. So... If you feel you need the, the feeling of fresh air, um, Johnson, uh, who's one of the engineers on this, give me a second to find out who this is. Amy Morrow Johnson, executive producer and creative director of um, for the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. Uh, so she's an, air, guess an entertainment executive producer director she's either a imagineer or she's in uh disney live entertainment disney parks live entertainment um so she she says uh we got you covered uh this is the space that we have not talked about a lot about it's really amazing technology from the star wars world she says with a wink uh, we're able to exactly simulate a climate of a planet we're visiting on your shore excursion so in our case that's the planet batu it means a courtyard with all the sunshine and humidity that you can expect on world alongside plants collected from other planets where the halcyon has docked we've got a little garden out there and a simulated roof overhead so it's even able to simulate sky basically they're that's their way of saying we have an outdoor venue, so you're not completely claustrophobic, but it's made to seem like you're on an assimilated, like a, uh, from the Star Trek world, I guess, a, a, a um, away mission. No, uh, holodeck holodeck. Yeah. So, so it's a, a climate, it's a, it's a planetary simulated deck type thing. Uh, on the passenger excursion, you will be teleported to an all-new entry point on Black Spire Outpost. Uh, an onboard boutique will help you dress for the occasion from head tails to toes. So they have uh, head to, uh, the Tortugan head tails available as well. Designers went into Skywalker Ranch to um, into the Skywalker Ranch archive to get inspiration from the Queen Star Wars fashion Padme Amidala uh, for some of the clothing options. Um, so not only can you get Tartugan head tails, but you can also get uh, Poilic head tails as well. Uh, there's also a deep cut nod to Bell Organa's loyal side, uh, Satin uh, Vestwi. Um, designers pull for Satin Vestwi's ensemble from Revenge of the Sith. 
including a forest green jacket and an arm piece that was created by making a 3D digital scan of the original prop. Um, these touches of authenticity are throughout the entire assortment. Uh, there's also Princess Leia Organic. Organa's classic white robe from Star Wars New Hope for the fans of the original trilogy. Uh, you can also change your appearance mid-trip. So just like Finn, you can start off as a First Order Stormtrooper and leave as a member of the Resistance. Or maybe per peruse your personal cape closet to pay homage to Lando. Uh, 27. Beyond the screen influence pieces, designers took inspiration from the crew for apparel designs, which there is a, like a necklace. If I get part of the crew... Uh, there is a necklace here that I would love to consider getting for Melissa. It's got the Chandrala Starline logo on it. Um, show your allegiance by wearing the ship's logo. Um, so I guess we, we just talked about all that. Oh, so with the apparel, there's the pint-sized captain's uniform uh, and also uh, pint-sized like mechanics uniform, stuff like that. Uh 28 is the, the necklace and jewelry line. 29, you can take a piece of the Star, Star Cruiser home. Uh, the collection extends to home goods with wine glasses, coasters, a bottle stopper, and other pieces to bring a touch of the sublight lounge ambience back home. Gold and silver accents. Um, or you could just get the ship yourself. itself. Uh, it, it's a scaled replica model that could serve as a reminder of your journey. And then uh, the experience is undergoing months of test flights before taking off on its maiden voyage. So for the past four months, a select few have been brought aboard for playtest abbreviated versions uh, to help Imagineers fine tune how things will be done. Um, now figure out how to get there myself, be it either as actual crew or uh, to, to go check out on test flight. So oh, I know I ran through a lot, but what did you guys think? I want to do it. I can't afford to I do it, but I want to do it. I know. I wish I could. It'd be awesome to do. I live here. I work here. <laughs> I want to do it. Don't mm -hmm. see it. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it happening for me either. So, mm -hmm. but it would be fun. Um. So yeah. Again, happy life day, guys. Any final thoughts? Mm, nope. Other than happy life day. Well, remember, we're recording this on life day. You guys aren't hearing it on life day, but if you pop in a copy or look on YouTube for the Star Wars Holiday Special, every day can be life day. Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, happy life day, everyone. Uh, this is our life day episode. We covered a lot. Uh, check out the book when it comes out. Um, oh, by the way, hopefully, um, Derek, if you're able to get me the write up by tomorrow on Thursday, I can have this as this drops on Friday. I'm going to drop if get it early. We are giving away a copy of the book Ooh, from nice. Inside Editions. It'll be done on Instagram. It'll, also, start, it'll start Friday and go through Tuesday of next week. Yeah. Well, remember, um, why don't you give everybody the information about the book again? It's the Star Wars Life Day Cookbook. Uh, it's available now on Amazon and other, place you, other places you can buy books. But uh, just drawing a blank. It, it, it's, it's in... It's, I guess, considered canon because it ties in with the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge cookbook, mm -hmm. uh, supposedly written by Cookie, uh, who is the owner of Docking Base 7 at Galaxy's Edge at Black Spire Outpost. Uh, check it out. I mean, it's a great book. You know, like I said, we're going to be giving away a copy through Instagram, through our Instagram account on Wookiee Radio. Uh, so stay tuned. You know, follow that. It's going to happen as you're, as this is dropping. So, uh, check all that out. So anything else? Am I missing anything or did I hit what you were referencing? Well, well yeah, 
But uh, something we don't throw out often. Why don't you give their um, our socials and how to actually get a hold of a, get a hold of the show and stuff? We don't always throw it out there, but we don't. Uh, on Twitter, Facebook at Wookie Radio. Um, you can find us on Wookie Radio on Facebook, Twitter at Wookie Radio, Instagram at Wookie Radio. Uh, email us at Wookie Radio at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Um, but yeah, the contest is going to be done at Wookie Radio, all one word on Instagram uh, when we run the contest. And there will be a future contest coming for in conjunction with Toink as well. Uh, in a couple of weeks. Cool. Oh, nice. So, um, with Toink, uh, Weeby Geeks, Mighty Marvel Geeks, and Wookie Radio will all be doing uh, giveaways. And I'm just going to leak one of the giveaway, one of the prize, one of the items in the giveaway for Wookie Radio. Since we're doing a, it's going to be the Mary Sithmiths box, there will be a Sith Trooper Geeky Tiki in the box. Oh, nice. So, you too could win a, a Geeky Tiki. It'll be a Sith Trooper. No, I tiki. can't. Our listeners can. So, uh, other than that, if there's nothing else, then there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jets, I can hold it. Pull up. No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Oh, <laughs> my